And you are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. You are joined by myself, Lawson, my wonderful co-host, Monica. Yoo-hoo! And Producer Shell has actually run out of the room. Is she? <laughs> She's gone to help you. Yeah, she went yeah, to get yeah, me yeah. money. Uh, and, <laughs> because Lawson needs $12 cash. <laughs> that's right. Well, after hearing what Justin said, I was like, dude, I need, I need cash right now. So, no, I'm, 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 I've hit up. I'm on the gum, the gum tree Facebook oh, Marketplace grind, it, you know. So, it. so, and I, I'm so keen to know what you're buying, but I'm not sure I should ask. No, no, it's just oh, got, buying? I'm buying an Ethernet adapter, oh. and so I could have gotten one at Officeworks for forty bucks. No way. But instead, twelve dollars. Twelve. Woo, That's dude. It right there. So, because so what I found, so I've just moved into the dorms mm-hmm. uh, at Avondale. I, mm-hmm. I usually have been living in various houses and whatnot while, while I've studied. Uh, but I've never lived in the dorms, but I've just moved into the dorms because just the way that things shook out, it actually saved me like almost 70 Ks of driving per day. Absolutely. So I was like, I should do that. Yeah. And, you know, even though now I'm, I'm paying higher rent to be in the dorms, but then they provide food as well. So I was like, okay, this is a good option. Um, but it's, I, I love it. I call it the jail cell because <laughs> it's kind of got all my stuff in there. And it's like, you know, there's like my washing rack here and all this. It looks like everything has a fit in one. Little, yeah. yeah, that's right. It is a little like four, you know, except we have like a window and stuff. Yeah. You know, you can It'll see be a outside. fun experience for you. It will be, except I was using the internet last night and bro, that thing was dropping out i'm in like a very corner wing of of my area Mm -hmm. and so i like i understand i'm like hey but it's good that every single room has ethernet ports so you can you can wire in gotcha and so i um i was thinking about like because you know there's a fair few people living in kind of my wing Mm -hmm. i'm like oh what if i like plug a router into the ethernet port so i create a new network and i become like the (laughs) wi-fi dealer you know like (laughs) like like to, so that everyone in my area can get good internet. Wi-Fi bookie. That is so good. Well, obviously I wouldn't charge them because I'm a good guy. But, uh, <laughs> but hey, you're listening to the Breakfast Show this morning. Let's have our next quiz. Okay, so quiz number four for today. Zedekiah was king during the time of which of these prophets? So you've got four choices. Is it A, Jonah, B, Jeremiah, C, Samuel, or D, Nathan? Give us a text or a call, 0491 Zedekiah was king during the time of which of these prophets? Was it A, Jonah, B, Jeremiah, C, Samuel, or D, Nathan? Mm, and, of course, if you know the answer to that one, you can send us through at 0491-064-669, and you can go into the draw to win Preaching from the Grave, a story of faith from the Rwanda genocide by Fiditis Ndayumgabe. This is an incredible story about, it's essentially someone's testimony, a Christian who was trying to live up to their faith despite being gunned for, essentially. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, a, in the time of the Rwanda genocide it in the says, early 90s. It says in the back of the book, there's a quote, and the, the author says, it seemed as if demons had changed into human beings and were now at work to destroy humanity. Mm. That's such a hectic quote. In just 100 days in 1994, close to a million people were slaughtered in Rwanda. Hutu extremists killed nearly 70% of the two. Tutsi population during this ethnic cleansing. Mm. Such a harrowing experience, but you know what? You'll always see God's hand working for, um, for his believers through that time. So, yeah, incredible mm. book. Get yourself in there. 
Absolutely. 0491-064-669. Do you want to give those options again for the quiz, actually? Yes. Zedekiah was king of the time of which of these prophets? Is it A, Jonah, B, Jeremiah, C, Samuel, or D, Nathan? Awesome. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. Oh, lots of love coming in on the text line for you this morning, <laughs> Monica. Such a silly Because sausage. of your, your, your blunders. <laughs> also got love from producer Shell as well. Janelle sending in a happy birthday. Uh, but yeah, Deanne wrote, you're so funny, Monica. <laughs> like, you're welcome. And, and Fraser, you know, just sending in laughing and whatnot. You know, everyone oh, just laughing bless. at you. Hey, that's okay there. Uh, we've got a bunch of people writing in with correct answers as well. So fantastic work, guys. You're getting in, getting in for this amazing prize. There's three of them, by the way, as well. There's mm. three different books. So we're going to spin that wheel three times on the day and get those three books out to the various winners who will be blessed by them because they are amazing. You're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning here on Faith FM. And yeah, tell us how you're feeling. Also, shout out to our location for today, which is Kangaroo, Kangaroo Island, Island, South Australia. Woo-hoo. What station were they listening on? I believe it was uh, 87.6. 87. Yeah. That's right. 87.6. Shout out Kangaroo Island and all the people out there in South Australia. If you're from that area, hey, give us a text. 0491-064-669. Or if you've been there, because we've never been there. Yeah. Actually, I would love to hear from anyone who's on currently on any of the islands of Australia. Yeah. Any non Including Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Tasmania, get me up. <laughs> of course, you're a Tasmanian. No, you're not. You're a Western Australian. Yeah, I'm a new Tasmanian. My family uh, migrated from Perth to uh, Tassie 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it looks like in about a week and a half, I might be migrating there myself. Hey, so, hey. new opportunities, yeah. new things in life. How do you feel about Tasmania as a place? I love it. It's probably one of the most picturesque states of Australia. T- Tasmania and Queensland are my two favourites, mm-hmm. mostly to do with the flora and the fauna. I really? love the palm trees of Queensland and that balmy sort of tropical resort yeah. feel. But Tasmania is like a little Europe. It's yes. got you know, the cold with the evergreen and the... Uh, mm. I love the community. I love that you can drive around Tasmania and you, you'll drive past so many different people's homes and out the front they have like a little table, a little stall just selling some fruit they're growing in the backyard, mm. like berries or apples or something. And it's just like an honesty box and you just put your coins in and you take your fruit and you go and you don't even see anyone. I, I just, I love that feel. It, it feels like a, it is like 20 years behind and sometimes yeah. that's bad. Like if you need a doctor's appointment, good luck with that. But, <laughs> yeah. But for the rest of it, it's very, it's, it has a very quaint, um, country feel and I love it. It's like it's like Australia's country. Like, and it's not mm. it's not outback. It's it's more like that sort of like cottage country kind of feel. Mm. So yeah, that's why my parents love it. My parents are German immigrants, mm. and they love Tasmania because it's sort of almost to them like a perfect melding of Germany and Australia. Mm. It's still Australia, but it has that that European feel to it. So yeah, they, they wow. love it. It's cold. They love the cold. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so funny. I was saying to someone yesterday, we were comparing Victorian Queensland mm-hmm. as we, I'm from New South Wales. Yeah. And I would say definitely like the weather's so much better in Queensland than, than like the, yeah, the balmy, the yeah, nice yeah. weather, you know, it can be winter and you can still have like a 25 degree day, right. stuff like that. Even, you know, in the, in the Gold Coast or in Brisbane or something like it's, it's awesome. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, Dude, Melbourne's like my favourite city in Australia. 
I would say. More yeah, so hey, than- we just got a message through from Braden. He says, never been to Tassie, but it sounds a lot like New Zealand with its natural beauty and Kaiser back atmosphere. And Braden, I've got to tell you, 100%. Tasmania mm-hmm. and New Zealand, very similar in, in its feel. Have you been to New Zealand? I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Pristine, gorgeous. Absolutely. Like, I've always said New Zealand and Switzerland are the two countries where the postcard looks exactly like it does in real life. Yeah, yeah. wow. I've actually, I've spent more time in... I've spent more time in New Zealand than I have in Tasmania. Because I've been to Tasmania, but I've spent a little bit more time there. Hey, got a text message as well from Braden saying, Happy birthday, Shell. May God continue to bless you and your family and the wonderful work you are doing at Faith FM. And I've got to say, you know, if it didn't make for bad radio, I would, would put our hands together this morning for Shell. I don't know. It just sounds weird. Whenever, whenever we clap on radio, it just sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. But I, we would because Maybe Shell clicks. is just... <laughs> Hey there. Yay! <laughs> nice. She sound effects. See, see, that's why we need her. That's yeah, why yeah, we yeah. need her. Producer yeah. Shell just doing a fantastic job here. We are and so Faith blessed. FM, especially the breakfast show would not be the same. It would not be where it is now without the work of DJ well, that, Shell. Absolutely. Yeah. I call it producer Shell. You call it DJ Shell. Because it sounds so cool. DJ Shell on the decks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got Braden writing in. He says, have you been to Croatia? I haven't, but I yes. hear it is up to the list of beauty. You've been everywhere, Monica. You've been Croatia to Croatia. Croatia is the, is the number one in terms of beautiful countries. It goes, the list goes like this. Number one, Croatia, then Switzerland, then New Zealand. Although Switzerland and New Zealand are very, almost like, they're both number two. Yeah. But Croatia is the most beautiful country. Yeah. Croatia, I've been there too. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I think so I raved pretty. for so long that Shell and Lyle finally decided they're going to go see it for themselves. And it's true. You can't overhype it. When you see it, you, you literally can't believe what your eyeballs are beholding. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's like out of a Disney movie. It's you just know, incredible. I've traveled a lot myself, but, um, have you been to Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> voted the best tourist town in New South Wales. <laughs> Like really, I don't think you can compare. Honestly, like, like Newcastle. I got nothing to say. Huh? <laughs> Newcastle's just something else, you know. We, <laughs> that's how this conversation started. Actually, about Victoria versus Queensland amongst my friends. I'm like, but guys, Newcastle. Do you know what's great about Newcastle? What it has the highest, um, the densest population of people I love. Oh. Yeah. I have more friends and, and family in Newcastle than any other place on the planet. That's so That's cute. That's why I keep coming back here like a homing pigeon. <laughs> you always, you go out, but you're always Not circling back. back. Yeah. yeah, all roads lead to Newcastle. <laughs> Amen. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. You are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning with Lawson and Monica as Danuta is... Unfortunately, sick at home mm-hmm. with with her husband, and you know they've been heavy into the COVID tests and whatnot, and it's so far it's coming up negative. So shout out those guys, pray for them. Hopefully they'll be feeling better and they'll be back in the near future. But right now, what we're going to do is open the Bible. So if you've got the Bible there with you, Monica, if you can head over to Ephesians chapter four, we have been studying through the book of Ephesians so far, looking at the various amazing, awesome nuggets of truth that the Bible has to be sharing with us. In particular, we talked last week looking at the unity of the church. We're going to be picking up that theme because when we get into chapter 4, we get into the the kind of... Well, I see Ephesians and, uh, and 
um, Corinthians as kind of parallel books. They were the two centers, the two hubs of the Christian church, one on the European side and the other on the Asian side, and Ephesians specifically on that Asian Middle Eastern side. And very much borrowing from what was written in the book of Corinthians. We know if Ephesians was written later. It starts to use the metaphor of the body in chapter 4, you know, the body as the church. But in chapter 3, up until this point, it's been talking about unity and something that we've been reflecting on and something that Ephesians and Paul has been reflecting on as he's writing is that unity amongst people, godly unity, is literally a miracle. Because without God, righteous unity is impossible. Mm. It just is. Like we were talking about, you know, selfishness and we were talking about, you know, one of the most unified times that uh, this world has ever experienced where the entire world was unified in one purpose, the Tower of Babel. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so what we saw there is, is literally like when the world was entirely unified, was unified in rebellion against mm-hmm. God. Of course, this is post-sin. Times in which we've seen godly unity has been times of division. I think from the very beginning, you saw the kind of division of the lines. Of, you had the line of Cain and the line of Seth. The line of Seth living up in the mountains, the line of Cain living in the valleys. Like This is during the early times of Genesis. And that division was needed so that because there were, were just sinful people on this earth and the people who were trying to truly follow God, they needed some separation. Uh, and we saw that, again, one of the, the big instigators for the flood was a unity amongst them as well, which led to the, the Bible describing it as evil continually. Mm, it's like yeah. all, the, all the thoughts and the actions of men were evil, evil continually. continually. And then we look later, you know, times of unity, and we, we trace it throughout history and even right down until the end of time. It says the whole world marveled and followed the beast. You know, it, it seems as though in the human condition, unity, although we see lots of division, I think that that division is actually caused by the existence of of righteousness mm. uh, because sin naturally exists. Every human heart is going towards the direction of sin. And so if there wasn't a counter force that represented something different than sin, then the whole world would be unified in sin and that would lead to our total and other destruction. But the fact that selflessness exists and the fact that some unity can come as a result of that means that God is working, uh, and, and that is fantastic news. But it is literally a miracle. As we've been reflecting as well, Preaching from the Grave, this book that we're giving out by Phoditis, uh Nadam... Man, this is the first time I've messed up the name all day. Uh, Nadam Yamgabe. Well. Uh, this amazing book, talking about, again, a time of massive strife and conflict mm. between two mm. people groups. And again, we had one people group unified in just utter evil, yeah. uh, in terror against another people group for basically nothing for the sake of like the, the, the Tutsi tribe who were uh, taken out. (laughs) Like there was nothing wrong. There was nothing going on, but really evil unified together to cause such an awful, terrible 
monstrosity of an event um, as the Rwanda genocide. And that's what we continue to see. Continue to see all the way until this day. And we'll, we will continue to see until the end of time. But yes, only godly unity, only righteous unity can be achieved through the power of God, through God working in your heart. And actually, if you want to head back to chapter 3 for us, Monica, and just pick up the last couple of verses, uh, verse 20 and 21, which is an absolute classic Bible verse. People love quoting it, mm. but it's on this very topic, if you can read that for us. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. I love this verse. It it is an amazing passage, but I don't like that it is always misquoted, like, or quoted out of context. You know, to him who is able to do abundantly above all that you could ask or think. And I can just see in my mind's eye right now, you know, an African preacher or a preacher from all around the world just like, guys, if you give me money, he'll make you rich. And the the reason I use Africa is because, like, the top five richest pastors in the whole world come, like, four of them come from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Like, it it, it, uh, unfortunately is a reality of that situation. But whether it's prosperity gospel, whether it's you know a, a gospel that is centered around God making you rich or making you this or that or the other, unfortunately, this verse is constantly misquoted out of context in those certain situations. And, hey, God wants to make you so rich and so happy and so amazing, and he and, that and he's got it, and it's more than you could possibly think. And so you've got mm-hmm. like these people giving their life savings to some preacher because they think that God's going to make them a billionaire, and it's yeah. sad. Like mm-hmm. it's it's really awful. Uh, by the way, we wholeheartedly believe in tithe here at Faith FM. Like yep. if you keep your tithe from God, that's robbing God. Yep. Um, and then furthermore, offerings as well support the work of ministry going forward. Um, but again, not for the purpose that you'll get rich. Hey, God will reward you. He'll open the storehouses of heaven mm-hmm. uh, to support you if you're giving for him. Uh, but again, it's, it's hey, to support the work of God going forward, to enable his gospel to go out and to go forward. But this passage, what it's actually getting at, it's a conclusion statement on the idea that through the power of God, unity can be caused mm-hmm. and can be seen. It's like, like and, and and it's like, look, unity is a miracle from God. He died for you to provide unity, not only between you and him, but between you and other people. The Holy Spirit can work in your hearts and in your minds to cause godly uni- unity to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Like, it is really a, an amazing miracle that this can take place. And then we come to chapter four, where we get into the kind of practical and pragmatic aspects of this idea of unity and the work that God is trying to do. So if you can pick it up, do you want to read for us? We're going to read the first 13 verses, and then we're going to jump back to to verse 3. So if you can read chapter 4, verse 1 to 13 for us, Monica. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended, what does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. 
And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints of the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, mm. to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Do you want to read through to verse 16? That we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Mm, Oh, I love this. So much to unpack here, and we're going to be spending our week working our way through this passage, looking at what it looks like to walk in unity, mm-hmm. you know, practically, in a practical sense. But we're going to be picking up. Do you just want to read that first and second verse for us? I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling of which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love. I love this. How do we walk worthy of the calling? You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Hey, let's have our next quiz. Yeah, is this our final one for the day? It is. Okay, quiz number five. What book of the Bible does this verse come from? <clears throat> Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hey. What book is that from? Famous verse. Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Hey, bonus points for chapter and verse as well. Yeah, yep. If you need chapter and verse, we'll, we'll, give, we'll give you some more points for that. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to get more points, more draws into the draw more entries into the draw for Preaching for the Grave, the story of faith from the Rwanda genocide by Fiditis Nadamba. Nid- I'm getting too fast now. I need to slow <laughs> it down. Nadayam Gabe. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing testimony of a person's journey of faith as they, uh, you know, and how they stood for their faith as they were facing extinction, essentially, and their people were facing extinction in Rwanda. So, hey, 0491-064-669. Do you want to read that quiz for us one more time? What book of the Bible does this verse come from? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm. A few quick text messages here. Wayne sends in. He says, happy birthday, Shell. Uh, uh, but hey, he also sends in, he says, I, I do type before I, I think about some things in depth that Pastor Justin um, talked about. I see uh, what Jesus said in Matthew 24 about to repeat itself uh, as we saw what was happening in AD 70. And it will be government against government, religion against religion. And like the Roman army took over Jerusalem and were told not to destroy it, uh, one of the Roman soldiers set a light to it as well. And yeah, you know, he, uh, in this text message, Wayne continues to, to go on and just talk about how things unfolded uh, during the Jewish-Roman War and how eventually, well, ultimately in AD 70, the, the whole city was burnt down. And definitely we, we are looking at the, the sparks flying uh, of conflict happening in the future and mm. and very much what Jesus was outlining in uh, Matthew chapter 24 regarding what was going to happen in Jerusalem was, again, a prophecy for the end of time as well. We've got correct answers coming through. And then also Tracy writes in, happy birthday, Shell. Hope you have a fantastic day. God bless you and your family. 
Thank you. And also, I just wanted to say, like with Wayne, don't forget that um, Justin said that he would love to hear from the, the listeners mm. what sort of topics they'd like him to cover. So yeah, send absolutely. Through, send through any um, topics that you want um, Justin to talk about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, Brayden wrote in as well. We're talking about going to Croatia. He says, I would love to go to Croatia one day. I've been to Switzerland, but I guess I just have to settle for New Zealand for now <laughs> as well. You'll get there one day. And finally, <laughs> Suzanne writes in, why did the seal go to church? He was looking for the seal of God. That's amazing. Incredible. Of course, we were talking about seals earlier in the show. And how the seal just went to to Bunnings. Why did the seal go to church? (laughs) He was looking for the seal of God. He was trying to to get some uh, glue to seal up those pipes. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Look, guys, you're Maybe listening he was to the breakfast. For the six other seals. <laughs> I don't, I don't. The seven seals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to the breakfast show. Obviously, you know, it's such an unprecedented situation as a seal going to Bunnings. We're still catching up with the comedy this morning. We're still, you know, we, we we need to hand that over to some professionals. Listening to the breakfast show. Okay, so we've been talking about in our Bible study. We've been looking at Ephesians. We just crossed over to chapter four, talking. About about walking with in a, in a manner that is worthy of the calling. Now, doesn't this sound legalistic? What? No, it sounds it's, inspiring. It, it sounds inspiring. But couldn't you read this and say, oh, wait, okay. Oh, look, so If you're looking for something, you'll find it. I'll tell you what. Absolutely. And that's, I think, your, that's your attitude, though. I think you could see something like this. It says, I beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. And it's like, mm. isn't that cool? Didn't we read two chapters earlier that that call is a call to grace? You know, like that God is, it's by faith, sorry, by grace through faith, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Yet we're being called to walk according to worthy of the calling. It's like, wait, that's not my job. Like I thought I was just called to chill out and be, you know, receive grace and, and have faith. But obviously, you're, you're, I love what you, Harry, is from there. I, I'm being a little bit facetious as I'm talking this morning. I think the listeners can pick up on that. Mm-hmm. I love how you responded. No, it's inspiring. It is inspiring. It's yeah. incredibly inspiring. Because you know who's the most inspiring? Jesus. Amen. Is Jesus not... Is Has Jesus done... What Jesus has done, is that not inspiring? Absolutely. Can you not see something like that and be moved? Mm. We uh, And we've always talked about this, you know, we were talking about this on the show, not when you were here, Monica, but we were talking about this with Danuta. Um, we were talking about our favourite, like, movies and our favourite, like, tropes in movies. Oh, yeah. You know, not that we're huge movie guys, but at the same time, like, talking about that idea of sacrifice mm-hmm. and how inspiring mm-hmm. that is when you see a sacrifice story, like a war movie, oh. like a... Desmond yeah. Doss, Hacksaw yeah. Ridge, something like that, where someone gives their life mm-hmm. for the sake of another person, just how inspiring and, and moving yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing here, the call to walk as Jesus walked, walked worthy according to the calling which we've been given. He's asking us to join him in his mission. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah he, he is going, hey, look what I've done. Follow me. Yeah. You know, we call ourselves followers of Jesus. Let's walk as he walked, you know, let's follow him in the way that he, in the way that he goes. It picks up in verse three that we didn't get to. It says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. It's when we walk in the manner that Jesus walked, not only is it enabled by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we've been talking about earlier, unity and a character that is like Christ is only enabled by the work of God. That is not something that you can or will ever innately possess. Yeah, that, that that is 
it is opposite, it is contrary to the human condition. It is only through the power of God that you walk as Jesus walked. Uh, but the ultimate, uh, the ultimate end, end of that, uh, the conclusion, the outcome of that is to be keeping unity with the Spirit uh, and in the bond of peace and that unity amongst people as well. Because in verse 2 when it says, with all loneliness, lo- lo- not loneliness, loneliness, yeah. gentleness, long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. Loneliness is like being humble. Being humble, yeah. yeah. Is this easy to do? Monica, are you a humble person? Oh, I give it a red-hot go sometimes, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, would you say, man, I am very long-suffering. That means patient. <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, you know, bearing with one another in love. I'll, I'll oh. say it. I'll claim here. I'll say, Monica, I believe that you are a loving person. You've been incredibly generous to, to me and to the various people who know you. I'm saying that because you're eyeing off my pie. <laughs> I've got a pie sitting I, over here. I probably you're can't, so generous. I probably can't eat it. So it's like, oh, you know, even though it looks pretty good, yeah. it smells pretty good too. Yeah. Shout out to Curry Hot Bread, eh? <laughs> uh, but <laughs> hey, you're listening to the breakfast show this morning. Um, we're looking. We're talking about loneliness, gentleness, long suffering. These are things that, like, if we like the people who are like this, are the kind of people that you want to be around. Yeah, because I have a beautiful character. They have a character. That's right. Like we're naturally attracted to. I have yeah. a good friend. I want to shout out my friend this morning. His name's James. He goes to. He's actually the president of ASOC uh, at the Newcastle University oh, okay, yeah. uh, Seventh Day Adventist Church that we've got there. ASOC stands for Adventist Students on Campus, and nice. it's a Christian group there that has been doing amazing ministry. He is just one of the most lowly people I know. Like just humble, quiet, you know, well spoken, uh, and just everyone just loves this guy, and for good reason. Like he is just a humble person mm. that people want to be around. And when we're thinking, oh, oh man, how can we unify together as a church? You know, why do the churches I go to? Why is there such contention amongst people? It's like maybe they're not very lowly. Maybe they're not very humble. Let's endeavor to be so, so that we can unify as people following God. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. This morning with myself, Lawson, and my wonderful co-host, Monica. Monica, we need some answers right now. I got answers for you, baby. Here we go. <laughs> what instrument did Gideon sound when he led his army into battle? Well, I'm sorry, we already know. It's a trumpet. It wasn't, it wasn't a kazoo. It wasn't a harp. It, it wasn't a, a piano. It, it, <laughs> wasn't, a, a it wasn't a guitar. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a trumpet, yeah. and we know that. Because you gave it away. So gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so keen to give these prizes away. I was giving out extra chances. Uh, the disciples were called Christians for the first time in Antioch. Mm. Pilate was the guy who worked for the Romans who had a lot of blood on his hands, even though he washed them of Jesus' blood. Mm-hmm. Zedekiah was king during the time of Jeremiah. And the book of the Bible that the verse uh, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever comes from is Hebrews. And you had bonus points for telling us that it was Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Congratulations to everyone who got any of those right. You are now in the draw uh, for Friday to get a copy of Preaching from the Grave, um, the story of the faith from the Rwandan genocide. Yeah, absolutely. And we mentioned Antioch there in the prize. Oh, by the way, they all have people who claim bonus points there. Just absolutely Bible geniuses. Uh, but we had, uh, again, the disciples were called Christians for the first time in the city of Antioch. And that was because, you know, the sect of Christianity had kind of departed enough from Judaism that people started to identify them as such. At the, this is post the stoning of Stephen, so the Jewish nation has very much rejected 
Jesus as the Messiah, you know, in terms of their, their leadership and their politics and their religious leadership as well. We come to Antioch and it says, you know, those were scattered by the persecution. A lot of them ended up in Antioch and that's why they were identified as Christians. We were talking earlier about the book of Ephesians and walking according to the call, which is, you know, to be lowly, to be humble, um, and to ultimately inspire unity amongst people. And we see this group of people united here. And the reason they're called Christians ultimately is because these were a group of people teaching about the Christ. Mm. And this is such a key thing that this, this movement of people wasn't just a movement of nice people because everyone should just be nice. Uh, like before they were Christians, they were called Jews and they were called to be nice and they weren't very good at doing that. You know, they weren't just a movement of nice people. They weren't just a movement of Jews. No, but what identified them is the fact that they were this movement of teachers that everyone who was converted into the fray of Christianity were as, and then enabled to go on and to be teachers of the faith. We're going to get to a passage later in the book of, of Ephesians, and particularly in chapter four, as we're reading at the moment. You know, that talks about the different gifts that the Holy Spirit have given. That some have been to apostles and prophets and evangelists, some pastors and some teachers as well. And I think that teaching is definitely a spiritual gift that is. I think specifically some people have been endowed with the gift of teaching, Mm -hmm. but simultaneously what is very clear from the movement of the church in Antioch is that they were all kind of functioning in that way. They were contributing to the teaching of the word of God. And so when we're thinking about, Hey, I want to walk according to the calling. Yes, there is a character change that, that should come, but that character change leads us to be, to, to enable, to, to, unify and be to have unity amongst our fellow Christians and to have unity and to love and to meet the needs of those who aren't Christian, but then to lead them to a place where we're teaching them about Christ. Because satiating the need of truth in someone's life will change their life. Amen. When people learn the truth about God, when they can open the Bible and see Jesus it changes their life. That's what people need. They need truth. It provides them with a firm foundation for their life. Absolutely. A firm foundation of their life for their life and a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, we need to know him in order to have a relationship with him. And that's what we see happening in Antioch. And so I just want to encourage you this morning, as we read in our Bible study, walk in lowliness, in humbleness to enable unity in the church. Pray that Jesus would, you know, build that spirit of you. And if that's something that you struggle to do or you can't do, Absolutely, but then use your now found position as a humble follower of Jesus to then go and share that with others, to be a teacher of his word. And I think the journey really starts with, yes, meeting people's needs and being with them, befriending them and whatnot, but take those opportunities to share truth with people. We've come to the end of the breakfast show this morning. and that's it's the end. It's, it's you. <laughs> Of the show. Well, yeah. Yeah, for, for you. <laughs> no, but, but hey, we're going to have more programming coming up. Of course, Tassie Encounters are coming up after nine. But guys, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Monica, have a great day. Oh, you too. It's been so good to see you. Absolutely. But guys, hey, remember to talk faith, to live faith, and to act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you. Securely fold you, God be with you till 
Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.